Blog Talk Radio. show tonight. We'll see if he does, and we'll get him to talk some, and we're going to shout our sponsors out and stuff, and we got some great guests tonight, so Artie had this idea. He wanted to do a Champions Night, so he, uh, couldn't, he couldn't get some people to come on, but I, I told him I'd find some people to come on the show, so we got some folks going to tune in. We got my awesome friend Cameron Goldsworthy going to tune in. Uh, I see he's listening now, so shout out Cameron Goldsworthy, Mr. Who's Your Tire, the safety guru like me. And we also have Johnny Brady uh, going to call in. Brady's hitting an air, uh, calling in for to talk about the Shady Brady Wing 200 endurance race at the House of Hook. Why not Motorsports Park? And hopefully Chris Creighton will tune in and listen. Um, yeah, I'm excited about the show tonight. We have... Uh, T.J. Grimes going to call in. He is a pure stock champion at the Swamp Tri-County Speedway. And let's see, we have Matthew Treifenbach, uh, 602 champion. He's been on our show this year once before, and he's a 602 champion at Northwest Florida Speedway in the Crate Race in USA, 602 sportsman division, and it's pretty cool because he is a also in the Air Force. So, so we salute all our veterans and people in the armed service, military, whatnot, and we we love, I do especially, love supporting the troops. And thank you, Matthew, for service. So Matthew's going to call in, and let's see, we have, oh, let's see. Let me look at my guest list real quick here. And I think Mr. Ike's going to tune in and listen too, so let's see. And we want everybody to share this live, share this out. The more people that know about this show, the better. Because, see, I don't know who listens to the show unless y'all tell me. I have no idea. I don't know if it's one, two, three. You know, the only ones I know that that I can guarantee listens to the show are the ones that call in. Now, now a lot of times they won't listen to the whole show. They'll just call in for their segment and get off. But I, I want to know who tunes in our show 
and listens, uh, I'm excited about this show. This is our final one of the year, Champions Edition. So, all right, let's see here. And let's see, we have, do, do, do. All right, Johnny Brady is our first guest. And then we have TJ Grimes, Matthew Treifenbach. Uh, we have Craig Roos, if I'm saying it right. Rousey, however you say it. I'm probably butchering your name. But it's R-O-U-S-E. He is the new Outlaw Speedway race director. And, and Outlaw Speedway is under new management and under changes. So I'm excited. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm sure Zach still owns Outlaw Speedway. Outlaw Speedway got big changes next year. And also we have my awesome friend, Mitch Kuchera, the announcer at Deep South Speedway. And we usually do 10 minutes, and I just figured, say, well, let's do 15 tonight because it's a champions show. Wanted to get some champions on the show. And so and Mitch is going to come on and talk about the big, big race at Deep South Speedway, the last race of the year for this area, uh, well, for Deep South Speedway anyways. Uh, it is the the big southern showcase that Hunt the Front puts on. This will be supposedly the biggest race in Deep South Speedway history. Uh, we'll see if it tops the, the year. Of course, I wasn't in dirt track racing at the time, but I've always heard stories about the year that the Craftsman World of Outlaws come to Deep South Speedway. And I heard it was standing room only. You couldn't sit nowhere. They said that was the most people they've ever seen. So let's see if we can get the Southern Showcase as big as that one or bigger. I've heard so many stories about that big race. Of course, I love watching Hunt the Front race. So Jonathan Joyner and Joseph and and their dad, their dad John. John's a super awesome guy. I, I, they're just a great family. Um, and they've been racing supers all year. Go subscribe to their YouTube and follow them on Hunt the Front on Facebook. And also, there's an official group too on Facebook. So I hope to be at that race. Uh, I know I won't be there that Friday because I got to work that Friday. But I'll be there that Saturday, and I will be videoing the races for the Southern Dirt Track Report with my camera. Hopefully, I'll have all my gear set up, and I'm excited. That's that's the race of races. Uh, let me go to. Well, I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let Mitch talk about that big race. I'm not gonna give give any information up on that. But uh, let's see here. Let's see. All right, let me get this shared out some more places. I hope everybody shares this show because nobody knows about this show unless you share it. Because I've shared it, I'm sure I already shared it. Uh, we all share it on our team, Amber, everybody that's on our team. And we want to thank Chris Creighton and every, Taz and everybody at the 110 Nation Sports, Lee Reed, uh, golly, I'm trying to thank Craig Moore, uh, just everybody on the team. We want to thank y'all. The 110 Nation Sports, shout out. Um, we want to thank our Southern Dirt Track Report sponsors. Uh, so we have Spartan Homes as one of them. That is Miss Deborah Brusso. Uh, contact Miss Deborah Brusso or contact. Oh shoot, now I can't even think of his name. He was just on the show a few weeks ago. Anyways, uh, 
they're your Spartan Homes dealers. So if you need a good Spartan home, give them a contact. Uh, I don't have the list in front of me. I need to get it from Marty, but we have two pressure washing services that sponsor us. Of course, we have Deep South Speedway. Uh, the, we have Hattiesburg Speedway sponsors us. Uh, there are several different speedways, and I wish I had the list in front of me, but it would take me forever to find it. But we want to thank all our sponsors, and if I leave you out, I'm sorry. I just don't have the list in front of me. Uh, so we have a great show planned for you, and I am super, super excited. Uh, Tri-County Speedway had their season finale last Sunday because it got rained out Saturday. And I ain't going to lie, I was super bummed because I really wanted to go to Tri-County and Deep South. But they both got rained out. And I got to meet my hero, John Schneider, or one of my heroes, uh, like celebrity heroes, what do you want to call it? But I got to meet John Schneider who played Bo Duke last Saturday at the uh, Polaris dealership in Loxley. That was cool as grits, man. He was the nicest person. Out of all these pe- famous people I've met, he was the nicest and coolest person I ever met. And I'm a huge Deuce Hazard fan, so he autographed two of my toy cars. And I ain't gonna lie, I nerded out. And we was talking, I was talking with John Snyder because he, one of the things I talked to him about was he races. And him and his wife both have a limited modified, dirt modified. And sadly, I heard that, um, and I forgot about this, but my buddy Scott Freeman was telling me about it uh, to remind me. And his wife, John's wife, had a limited modified, a black one, and she wrecked it last season and broke her back. And so she hasn't been able to race that her car is messed up. But John still has his limited modified, and that would be so cool if one day maybe he could come to Deep South and race it. Now, I know they don't race limited modifieds, but at least he could, you know, run with the UMPs or just put on a show for everybody. And so me and him talked about the fuel arrestor and what – what was so cool about talking about dirt racing with him and the fuel arrestor was I showed him my flyer on my phone and what the fuel arrestor does. And he was so, he looked at it and he zoomed in on the phone. He said, wow. And we started talking about fuel safety and how, you know, there's been at least seven different fuel fires that I have recorded uh, and shared on our Facebook page about fuel fires that happened this year. I told him, I said, you never know something that ha- could happen, you know. Fuel fires are dangerous. And then I told him, you know, it's not 100% foolproof like anything in racing. But then he come back at me and said, you know what, that's a great idea. And right as I was about to put my phone up, he pulls his phone out. He says, hold up just a second. And he takes a picture of my flyer on my phone, which is super cool. And he saves it to his phone, so who knows what that does. Maybe he may buy a fuel arrestor. Maybe he, uh, maybe he may share it, advertise for us. That'd be great because... I would love to sell some more of these. I done sold one, so I uh, can't wait to get the, the fuel arresters going. And maybe one day that may lead to a full-time job. Who knows, if it's God's will. But uh, we're fixing to get to our first guest here. Uh, enough of rambling, and hopefully I'll be at Deep South Speedway for the next race. And I do believe our first guest is Johnny Brady. Uh, why not Motorsports Park? The Shady Brady Wing 200. So let me make sure this is Johnny called in. Hello. Hello there. Is this Johnny? It is. It is, Jared. I appreciate you. Hey, having me what's on. going on, my man? How you doing? Man, we're up here at Magnolia Speedway. It's a little race they're having up here this weekend, and 
Uh, like I said, I appreciate you letting us call in and talk to you about this enduro race we got coming up. Well, I tell you what, I went to the enduro race last year, and I love enduro races. That was my, at that time, it was my second one to go to. I've been to three. First one was at Northwest Florida, and then why not? And then I went to one at Southern. And by far, that one at Why Not was the best race that I've ever been to, in my opinion. I had so much fun, and if I ever get the funds, I'm getting me a car, and I'm going to race it, because that is the coolest race. And then when it was over, it was cool to see Spencer Hughes, the Lucas Oil Super Late Model Dirt driver. Spencer Hughes won at his home track in, a, I think it was a Ford Crown Vic. And the cool thing about it, after it was over, the bottom fell out of the sky. And I remember getting that Victory Lane picture of y'all in Victory Lane. You can see the rain pouring down in the photo. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a really cool deal. And, then, uh, you know, I was talking to Spencer on the way up here today, and that's that's one of his favorite races. And he said Caleb Tyb even actually put it on the website. That was his favorite race. They race all over around the country, and he's got that listed as his favorite. So we had a really good time with that thing, man. It's uh, We kind of – you know, started out just sitting on the couch one Sunday afternoon and come up with some ideas and uh, had a blast. The race was really great, but really the stories of everybody building their cars was as much fun as the race was. So it was a uh, it was a really neat deal. And I tell you what, I saw a lot of racers, and to tell you what, I saw Kenny Hogan come up there. And anybody that knows Kenny Hogan, I ain't really personally talked to him, but I follow him on Facebook. And he races the Lone Star 600, which is the biggest enduro race in the world. And and he races it. He goes to every enduro race there is, and he's won a lot of races. And to see him come down to Why Not Motorsports Park and race that race, I thought, man, this is pretty cool to see a, a big name like that come racing. you got Spencer Hughes, and, of course, you got, uh, shoot, the Dirt Legend, Randy Boyd. I mean, there's some good names racing that race. Yeah, it's a low-budget deal. You know, anybody can do it. I think a lot of people get confused sometimes. But, I mean, you can go down there to your local junkyard, grab your car to the run, knock the window, a few little modifications to it, and you can come race with it. I think the most people spending those cars, probably maybe $1,500, $2,000, something like that. But you can come and enjoy yourself and have a really, really good time. We're going to have a big fireworks show after the race. We'll have a little pit party. We're going to have the old bull. We bought a mechanical bull. We've been carrying around a few races and stuff. We had it at Street Stock Nationals and, I tell you, people really had a good time with a one hung low there. We'll have him there that weekend as well. So, hope everybody can come out and enjoy it. I've already checked the weather. It's going to be great. No rain. Won't be cold. So, uh, everything will be good for that day. That's great. I, I'm, I'm super excited. And, you know, that's what I call Reddit R for Redneck because, look, this is a Redneck's <laughs> dream to go out and get a beat up junk car, yell yeehaw, and go racing. <laughs> But we had one guy had a little old Buick or something, Buick or Sabre or whatever, and he was working on that thing, changing coil packs, and it just wouldn't shift, and all, he had the overdrive button on. So once he turned the overdrive button on, <laughs> he was able to get going again. So, uh, but I'll tell you, I mean, it was it was more fun, and uh, well, I say it was fun. So I got in the car with Rodney Wing, and that that'll never ever happen again. And uh, yeah, he's got a trail from his shop down to the racetrack, and he never lets off the gas. So that, that you won't ever see that again, even if you did see it or not. So I, I just remember I was in the infield taking pictures, and I just remember I looked, and all of a sudden I seen Rodney Wing's car. It looked like a daggum Mack truck running over. I said, "What the world happened? I missed it." He was in the infield. He got pile drive. Oh yeah, it's 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 out. I think they bought a pair of cars today to uh to restart this thing and 
and uh, it's just uh, it, you know it's 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 growing. I think we had about 41 cars last year, something like that. We got 19 pre-registered. You can pre-register up to December the 18th and save about six, 30 bucks. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. So I think it's 65 early and 95 at the race. But go ahead and call Shannon Hires. There's numbers on suppliers we got. And go ahead and get registered and uh, save you some money there. And uh, we're going to really have a good time. we got statement race cars, direct auto sales. Uh, we got a few folks that's come on board with us. we got a bunch of lap sponsors. I don't have them in front of me. But that thing pays 1500 to win. But time you add your laps up and all that, I think I think Spencer won about $2,200, last year on that deal. So it's a pretty good little deal. And uh, wow. we couldn't do it without the people to help us, and we appreciate that. And uh, we are still searching for some sponsors. So if any of y'all listening and want to sponsor, help us sponsor that thing, we'll be glad to take it. Uh, if not, just come on and enjoy yourself for sure. Wow, that's awesome. I, I won't never forget, I got there, and I finally got to meet my buddy Jonathan Smith, and he races a modified up here at Pike County. And Jonathan uh-huh. had an old beat-up Buick. Had a little, actually, it wasn't beat-up. It was a Buick, Buick, whatever kind of Buick. It may have been the one you're talking about. But he got out there. Was L88 or and, something like that? What was the number on it? That, that's it, L88. That's yeah. it. Uh-huh. And he was out there flying. I was wanting him to win so bad. And when I seen him pass Randy Boyd a few times, I said, dang, you just passed the dirt track legend down here. Why not? And then he told me, he said, man, I don't know where I finished, but I know it was fun. That's the most fun. And he ended up finishing third, and he passed Randy. And I was like, wow. And there wasn't but like maybe three cars on the lead lap, if that. <laughs> well, you know what's so funny about that thing? Like Randy Boyd, he had kind of quit racing. And um, they put him old car together for that thing. And, uh Jeffrey Walker up at Walker Automotive, he helps us a lot with that deal, too. And they put a car together, and uh, Randy almost won that thing. He was leading it till he broke an axle. And uh, he's been racing ever since that. So it's kind of got back in his blood and got him back going. So it's it's good for the sport for sure. Because that is, that is Randy is one person I really think highly of. When I go to Why Not, that's who I pull for. Because I've, I've interviewed him several times on our live feeds and just talked with him. And he had that old Chevrolet Monte Carlo. And when I seen him going around the turns, he was just grinning like a possum. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's going to be grinning, man, winning or losing. He's grinning all the time. So <laughs> yeah, we appreciate all those folks coming. And, and uh, like I said, we're looking to a really good turnout this year for this deal. And uh, we, we'll probably, we, we probably will have a practice that Friday afternoon or something if anybody wants to come early, a few laps in. <clears throat> There's one stipulation to that. If you're pre-entered and you tell your car if you can't race, we still keep the money. So, no, I'm kidding about that. But, uh, yeah, we'll probably do a little practice and uh, let folks make a few little laps. Uh, it'll help out a little bit. Well, that's cool. So so let everybody know what the date is and what times it start and all that. It's New Year's Eve. Uh, drivers meet at, I think, 1230, and the race starts at 2. We'll go 100 laps the correct way and 100 laps the incorrect way. So uh, that makes wow. it pretty interesting, too, instead of just, just turning right. So. Last year it rained and we yeah. got cut short, but but uh, this year we'll go 100 one way and 100 the other way. We'll flip a coin and see which way we go first. And uh, after Man, the race, though, cool. we'll have a big fireworks show, and uh, we'll have a little pit party and stuff like that. And uh, so, But, you know, the main thing I want to get out to everybody is you, it's not a race car. You don't have to have a race car. Uh, Rodney and I went to the Long Star 600 <laughs> this year, and we thought about kind of duplicating that. But after we went, that's more of a race car. I mean, you got to have a good bit of money tied up in that thing. 
and we want to keep it economical where you can just get in this thing, go race, have a great time. And uh, oh yeah, that's that's what we were able to do. So, so so tell us about the band that's going to be playing. Well, we we usually have we're probably going to have like a little DJ deal. We tried a band before, and um, I don't, I don't know if a band deal works out or not. But we may end up having one uh, with a DJ. We can kind of play what you want to hear. You know, if you don't like that song, just oh, play awesome. three minutes and be another one. <laughs> but well, that's uh, cool. But yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll have a good time with it. We uh, if any any of y'all come to the street stop national party, it'll be something kind of like that. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, uh, is there any phone numbers you have listed you want to shout out and, uh, for them to call Shannon to get registered? And yeah, they they can call Rodney Wayne or um, and uh, or my number is six zero one nine four one one four seven six and uh. Shannon's number is 228-348-6628, 228-348-6628, and uh, you can call him to go ahead and get pre-registered, and uh, we, we, Shannon's been a really big help in this thing, he's our race director for it, he keeps up with all of our entries, and we just, when we started this deal, it's just a lot easier for one person to do it, instead of having three or four trying to go in between, and Shannon does an yes. outstanding job, he's a... Uh, Way more organized than Rodney and I are, so it it works out really good for us. We, <laughs> we appreciate what he does for sure. Yeah, because I know I know for a fact you and Rodney are busier busier than a one armed trombone player. Well, we probably stepped and flicked some of that business, but but it, we are busy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, the House of Hook is going to be hooked up, and look, like he said, y'all, it's going to be grow to a junkyard, grab you a car. Don't worry about who's racing. It's all fun, and the money is awesome. They paying top. They paying good money. So, look, go find you a local junkyard somewhere. I'm sure, and and you know, there's two or three going towards Meridian over there. Pick you a car up and say, hey, let's go race. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right, Jerry. And we uh come on here tonight. I know she's champions night or whatever. And I feel like I'm a champion a lot of times, but you know I understand that I'm not. But but now we appreciate oh, y'all letting us come on and talk about hey, look, this race. Look, look, it's all right. We got a mixture of everybody tonight because I couldn't get enough champions. But we got a. You might as well call yourself a champion to put on a cool race like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's fun. We 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 definitely. Rodney and I both enjoy people a lot, and I tell you, just just seeing all those smiles and people having a good time was awesome. You know, we had a guy that just, just demolished his car, and he was grinning from ear to ear, talking about, I can't wait till next time. <laughs> no. And that's what it's all about, man. We, we we just have such a good time with it, for sure. Well, that's great. So so you have a business yourself, and it's air conditioning, right? It is. Uh-huh. i got a heat and cooling business there in the Tri-County area of Jackson. Uh, we work around Pearl, Jackson, Brandon, uh, Rankin County, Hines County, around in there. And uh, we, we stay pretty busy with that. And then uh, we try to, you know, I go to, I hit with a lot of races, go to a lot of races. And we, I've, I've been around racing since I was probably 10 years old, and I've just enjoyed it so much. And I just enjoy meeting the people. You meet such great people at the racetrack. And, and uh, a lot of people just don't have that understanding of the great people that you do meet at the racetrack. Oh, yeah, exactly. I, look, I've met a lot of cool people. Like like when I met you at the racetrack, I was like, man, and this guy is cool. And Rodney's cool. I Everybody up there at Why Not, I've met some really great people at Why Not, and I only live an hour and 15 or hour and 18 minutes away from Why Not, so it's worth the drive. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. 
Well, uh, don't forget on December 31st, that's New Year's Eve. Um, we have camping spots available if you want to bring your camper, stay and just make your New Year's Eve out of it and have a good time. We'll we'll have some little old confetti and hats and all that kind of stuff. And uh, just have your New Year's Eve party right there and not have to drive nowhere. And uh, But New Year's <coughs> Eve, the race will be at 2 o'clock that day on a Saturday. And um, we look forward to having you all there. And if you have any questions, call me or Rodney or Shannon or, or whatever, and we'll get those questions answered for you for sure. All right, great. All right, so so what race is Magnolia having this weekend? They got a 10,000-win crate late model race. And uh, they oh. got a pit bull <clears throat> down here a little while ago. And Bobby Link, I rode up here with him. He bought him a little factory stock. He's going to try it out tonight and see how it does. And, well, uh, Rodney's always pretty good up here. So maybe he can get that 10,000. We won't need a title spot, so we can have it covered ourselves. We'll have to see how that works oh, out man. tonight. Look, it's gonna be people gonna be screaming hashtag lug nut when he wins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of champions, oh Hayden Moran, that's a buddy of ours. We've been going to races with a good bit this year, and him and Race McMahon, they had a good year. They won that Mississippi State deal, Mississippi Series deal, and they going to Livonia next week to try to get the Ultimate Series thing. And they they got a, they got it moving forward right now, so they're doing pretty good. I tell you what, I've seen Hayden race a bunch. He's been to Deep South a few times this year, and I've seen race, uh, uh, race, uh, race a bunch. I, I think yeah. highly of race. He's very good. He's like horse forward race cars is his business, and I, he's pretty good in the street stop. <clears throat> Both of them. Yeah, are. he is. I just met him this year, and he's a super cool guy. And, you know, Hayden's a good kid. He uh, once we finally got that haircut. Uh, he had that old jacked up haircut for a long time. Once he got it cut, <laughs> got looking good. He's, he's representable now, so he's, he's doing pretty good with the deal. Did, so it probably looked like my my hair, like a squirrel's nest. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, you live in All Florida, right, don't well, you? No, I live in Grove Hill. Okay, okay. I so I, I live in between. I'm in Clark County, which is between Jackson and Grove Hill. So I live out. Okay. In, a little little redneck town of 1,400 folks. <laughs> well, good deal. Good deal. Uh, All right, well, I appreciate you calling in, and we're going to get T.J. Grimes the next caller, so thank you for calling in. Man, thank you. Bye-bye. All right, have a good one. All right, let's see. That was that was Johnny Brady. Uh, that was cool. I like Johnny, man. He's a great, great guy, man. If you ever get a chance to meet him, he is super cool. So... Now we have T.J. Grimes is our next guest calling in. So he's going to talk about Tri-County Speedway and his championship and whatnot. <clears throat> Hello there. Is this T.J.? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can. <clears throat> oh, okay. Man, what's going on, my man? How you doing? Uh, no, we're just uh, sitting around the house right now and... Uh... Kind of just relaxing after a uh, long season of racing. Well, that's cool. So tell us about winning the championship in your home track, Tri-County Speedway, and talk about your whole season whatnot. Uh, we uh, well, we started out the season racing the uh, their Mardi Gras brawl they have in uh, February, and we ended up getting the first win of the season out of the way on the first race. And uh, we, know, we, we knew from then that was going to be a pretty good season. And... Uh, you know, I told my whole crew when I set out this season I actually wanted to win the, the points championship. I never won one before, 
And uh, I want to say it was four or five races into it, we took the lead. And uh, <clears throat> we actually led all the way up until around July or August. Had a little problem in tech. Uh, lost the lead. And uh, we knew then with 10 races left, it was, you know, we were going to be perfect. And, uh, you know, just race as hard as we could. And uh, I think with one race left in the season, we took the lead back. And we're able to hold on to it going into that uh, that last race. Well, that's great because I'm looking at the uh, points right here on my race passes website. You beat Jaden Presley, which finished second. He's pretty good. And then you to, to beat Larry Falk, aka Fred Flintstone, to beat him. That's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, so he uh, he uh, he's definitely whooped our butts all year. Uh, we we've actually been able to uh, we beat him one time. Earlier in the season, and then uh, I guess just as the year went on, he's got better and better with that car, and you know it, it's just it's hard to beat someone of that caliber. And you know, I, when I started watching racing, he was already you know making laps, and you know he's uh, to be able to race against him and with him and actually beat him, uh, it's, it's a pretty special feeling. And you know, I was at that race when you beat him, and that was super super cool. Because to beat Fred Flintstone himself at his home track, that's a big deal. And, you know, Pure Stock's pretty big up there at Tri-County. Y'all got a bunch of cars in that class. Uh, yes, we have a, a pretty good field of cars every night. You know, we uh, we have at least eight. You know, some nights we'll get up to, you know, 13, 15 cars. Uh, and the competition's always great through there throughout the whole field. You know, it's, uh, you know, me and LJ will be up there racing, you know, have a couple guys mixing there with us. And then just through the whole field, you know, there's, Great battling everywhere. The track multi groove. Uh, a couple of years ago, they they fought some problems where it was bottom dominant, and then it went top. And I think the balance they have right now is uh, it proves for some really great racing. And I agree with you there because nothing makes uh, like I was telling uh, Shannon Martin this a few weeks ago. He came on the show. Nothing makes me more mad than a racetrack that's one groove. It's like don't be scared to take the top or take the middle. You know, go, go and Show sure enough, Tri County did exactly that. You can race the top, you can race the bottom. I mean, I mean, it, it, it's some darn good racing. You would think you was at Lucas Oil Speedway or something out there, you know? Yes, yeah, so, sir. Uh, actually, that race I beat LJ in. Me and him raced hard for the uh, the first five or six laps, and uh, <clears throat> you know, me and him raced door to door, never touched. And I mean, we could, you know, he could move up in the top and keep up with me, or he could move down in the middle. And, uh, you know, I was right there running the bottom religiously the whole race, and he could just, you know, we raced hard there together, and there was no one really good line that, you know, stood out from the others. I I agree. And, you know, there were several times where I've seen, like, I've seen uh, some drivers on the top side. I said, dang, especially on the iron horse. i seen them on that top side. I said, dang, that's not easy to pass on the bottom side anymore because usually you would think the bottom side – but now, now that Shannon and the team got the track multi groove, shoot, there's some great racing up there. Yes, there is. It's always great racing at that track, and uh, you know, like I said, I just can't say enough for uh, for Chuck and Isaiah Day and their whole family and crew. They uh, they provide us with a great place to race every weekend, and uh, you know, just uh, you know, fair payouts the whole night. You know, Tech Man was always there, even when the the, the call didn't go our way. Uh, but he was fair and true in everything he did, and that's one thing that uh, that I respect about that place is, uh, you know, they uh, they don't show that favoritism too much over there. 
that's what I like, a racetrack that don't show favoritism, because the ones that do is blatantly obvious. But up here in Tri-County, there's no favoritism, and I, I love I love going there. Once you fight off them big gigantic mosquitoes that are big as your head, it's some good racing. <laughs> yes, there's uh, you know there's some tracks around here that uh, you know they're a little known for that. Yeah, you know, I, won't, I won't name anything, but you know, uh, you know, just Tri County, I, I feel is uh, a, a, a really good racetrack all around. You know, from down from the bomber class all the way up to six up fours, it's uh, it's always great racing. So you race at Northwest Florida Speedway too, don't you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I th- that's cool because I, I know I know I've seen you there in the past race there, and a few times I've been to Northwest Florida this year has been some darn good racing. So have you won any races at Northwest this year? Uh, no, sir. I uh, I only raced there. Let me see. Four times this year, I think, and. Uh, the closest we came to winning was the uh, the Team Travis race, where we uh, we finished second to Owen Barnhill and uh, awesome. the Tim or Jesse's list now. They they feel the same way about the race that I do. I mean, it was me and Owen had two really good equal cars. Uh, you know, it's, me and him always seem to race really good together. No, I feel like neither one of us really has an advantage over the other. Just whoever gets the lead first, and we can always ride right there together. And you know, me and Owen always you know well, really put on a good show. Well, that's cool. I, I agree with because Owen is a he's a smart driver. He's fast. He's won a bunch of races, especially in that IMCA modified. And for y'all to race so cleanly of each other shows shows everybody the respect y'all have for each other, the respect you have for your race cars, and that says a lot about y'all. Yes, sir. The uh, you know the name Barnhill around local racing is uh, it's pretty legendary. You know you got Jesse, Jason, and all of them. I mean I. I grew up watching them do, you know, unreal things at the racetrack, and just be able to be able to race with somebody with that name, and then you know, be able to talk to Jesse and stuff like that after the race is always a great feeling. And uh, you know, like I said, we just always race really, uh, really good together. Well, that's cool. I, I've been in dirt track racing since 2015. Of course, I've been watching NASCAR my whole life. But I, I'll say this: I've been watching you race for years. I, I won't never forget. It's been years ago. My buddy Jamie Mazingo raced his uh, vintage car at uh, Northwest Florida one night. He was running for points. And then that night, uh, Mr. Scott was so awesome to let the vintage go ahead and race first. That way they could run the Southern and catch feature. And I won't never forget, we left We left that night. We was following Craig Crosley, and Craig Crosley was 90 to nothing going to Southern. And... Uh, and by the time we got to Southern and unloaded, he was already unloaded and ready to go. I said, wow, he's he's serious. And not long after that was when I heard it was um, there. After we left, I had heard you flipped your car and got in a bad accident. That was pretty scary. Uh, I, I've never uh, flipped my race car before, but I've definitely been in a couple bad accidents. Uh, okay. That's what I, know it was. My first I knew it was something... Go ahead. No, I, no, that's right. Go ahead, because I knew it was something along those lines. Because I remember hearing that right after I left. They said you had gotten a bad wreck or something. And uh, yes, sir. I've been in. I've been involved in some, some pretty serious wrecks. Nothing where I've ever ended up on the lid. But uh, 2017 specifically, I think uh, we we replaced about five or six radiators that year. And uh, yeah, luckily <laughs> we ain't had a season like that again. 
Well, that's 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 great. I'm I'm glad I'm glad that ain't ain't happened again because uh, that, yeah 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 I think that was around 2017. That's been many many moons ago, but I will never forget that. But but I've seen you win. I've seen you win some races, and, and you've dominated the Tri County especially. And you're one of the fastest cars to beat next to LJ at Tri County. <clears throat> yes, sir. And uh, I, I, you know, I tell everybody this. I feel like, uh, you know, if, you know, they have the college football top 25 power rankings, and I feel like, you know, not to brag on myself or nothing like that, but I feel like me, LJ, and Owen, and you know, even Fretwell earlier in the year, you know, in no particular order, we were all I feel like the top four pure stocks. Uh, and it just, you know, it goes to show, you know, I we agree. all work on our cars really hard and, you know, race each other with respect and, uh, you know, that's cool in the, in the long run. And, you know, something I've always heard, it ain't bragging if you can do it. And I tell you what, you, you've backed it up. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, when I started racing, I never really thought I was that good of a driver, especially after that first season. So, uh, I, you can ask my dad and everybody else. I took a lot of pride in just making sure I could control the things I could, which was, you know, make sure I was mentally focused, you know, having a good prepared car that wasn't going to fall apart, you know, in the future. And uh, whenever I did become a better driver and start learning a little bit more behind the wheel, it all it all came together, and we have a we have a really a uh, solid program right now. Well, that's cool. I can remember watching you with the old Flumerton Speedway. I know you miss Flumerton. <clears throat> yeah, so that track was uh unlike anything else. It uh it uh you know the feeling of going in all down in the back straightaway and diving off into three and you feel the right rear kinda kinda slide up close to the wall and you drive it off in there and you can feel the G's when you're coming out of the corner that uh I don't think there's ever gonna be another track like Flomanson and hopefully that place will uh, open up again here soon. I, I sure hope so because I know it needs a lot of work. I know the last year they were open, somebody fell through the bleachers, but and and I know it needs a lot of work, but it can be done. And you know, they they, they called it the bull ring because that's pretty much what it was. It was a gigantic bull ring or bowl in the middle of the woods. And I, I man, I used to love going to Flomerton. I watched the many races up there. <clears throat> yes, sir. I actually, uh, I got my first win at Flomerton. It was uh, it was against Derek Long, uh, Adam Purvis. Wow, and uh, I can't I can't remember who the other guys were, but I remember it was them two specifically. They rounded up the podium with me. That is awesome because you know Derek Long's legendary, and he races deep south for points. So to beat him at any track, especially Flomaton, that's a big deal. Yeah, so it was uh, me and Derek used to we used to race a lot together back there at Flomaton, and uh, you know he could probably tell you some stories too. And uh, I that's you know that's just where I remember getting my first win from. I miss the old school bus races up there. I could see you driving a school bus and winning the race. Uh, I don't know if I could drive no school bus now, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I've seen Chet Lucas do some crazy stuff, and uh, that, that, the school bus <laughs> I don't think there's anything that will ever come close to those. No, that is, look, that is the most redneck thing you can see at a dirt track is school bus racing. Like that one night I watched Chet Lucas win, I just remember seeing – one of the wheels come off the school bus, and all you seen was was the brake drum rolling around the racetrack. <laughs> yes, they used he to, was yeah. like literally dragging the brake drum. 
after about three or four of those times, I think they just went out there and Mike had told him just, you know, don't kill each other, but try and flip each other. You know, it was, uh, you know, you see Chet Lucas dive through the infield. You know, you're surprised, you know, insurance or whoever let him do that for so long. But, look, you know, thankfully they let him do it. It it, it was uh, for a great cause. It was pretty amazing. You know, they had a, I won't never forget, PlayStation had a video game called Twisted Metal where you play all these different vehicles and you shoot weapons and stuff, and that that's like a modern-day twisted metal, except it's gigantic school buses. <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, I think Mike, they got that idea from Michael McCall, actually. He was the one who came with all the bus racing, and, uh, yeah, he always had some wild ideas going from Flemington. I remember he used to tell us uh, at the driver's meet, you know, you fight in the pitch, you go into jail, you fight on the straightaway, winner gets $100. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, sir. Well, you got any sponsors you want to shout out? Uh, yes, I actually have quite a few. I uh, I want to thank the sponsors this year and then years prior to help us get this point. But, uh, you know, right off the bat, I want to thank uh, David Wyndham with uh, Flash Race Cars and Ford Automotive. You know, without him, I would be, you know, absolutely nowhere in this racing deal. Uh, I'd like to thank Bobby Sal, Sal Performance. You know, he builds a quality, you know, drivable engine. Uh, that the style name is uh, synonymous with with motorsports engines, and I recommend them to anybody. Uh, Colton Electric, uh, they've helped me out a lot this year, uh, helping with our trip to nationals and things like that. I'd like to thank Hunt the Front. Uh, they helped me out earlier in the season and continue to help me out. Uh, another one, a big one, I think, is uh, Tally Ward with TW25. Uh, he's he's not really around the races a lot anymore, but me and him still talk. You know, every week, and uh, he's he took me under my wing really whenever I was uh, around 2018, 2019, and you know he uh, he's like the the Dr. Dre to my Eminem. You know, he uh, he saw something <laughs> in me when we started, and uh, it just it, it went from there. And he's always helped me. Uh, I like to thank CFE Performance. Uh, I like to thank Triple J and Sons uh, Welding. I'd like to thank. Uh, I'm going blank right here. Uh, Why Not Binding, LLC, Mr. Jeff Huggins and Tammy Huggins. They, uh, they're they one of my my biggest sponsors. They are uh, absolutely amazing when it comes to supporting me at the races. Uh, you know, they've, they've gone all the way to Why Not with me. Uh, I'd like to thank Kirkland Construction, Carl Kirkland. He, he lives right up the road from us. You know, anytime we have any trouble, you know, he's always there. Uh, I'd like to thank Bar F Ranch, my uh, my grandparents, Mr. Donnie and Janet Fugate. You know, anytime we need anything, they're always there right there with us. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Peacock Builders and uh, Lulu's Bait Shop with the uh, the 52 crew. They've uh, they helped me out in the in the bind this season. And uh, uh, Carbon Composites by uh, Chopping Bot Racing, great quality products. Uh, I recommend him to anybody. And I, another one I'd like to thank is uh. Mr. Hoosier, Cameron Goldsworthy, if he's listening now, he's uh he's yes he's helped me a lot with mental focus this year and he's helped me uh just learn a lot more about my tires and my setup and my racing and stuff like that and uh let me see. Uh Race Logic Chassis School, they've they've helped me a lot this year. Uh I'd like to thank uh Riff Raff for always making some great songs for me to listen to on the carport. I'd like to thank uh you know, and uh, I'd like to thank the good Lord for allowing me to always, you know, bless me to be able to race. And uh, Amen. Yeah, you know, thank, 
I'd like to thank uh, my dad, my mom, my stepmom, and my stepdad, Brian. You know, they uh, they're always support me 110% no matter what. And, uh, you know, I definitely couldn't do it without them. And I'd like to thank all my, my crew, Dylan Hobby, Lewis Hobby, Bryson, John Michael, Lil Dylan, uh, I'm probably losing people, Jared, uh, Brad, uh, Jordan, and uh, Henry Bailey, and everybody else over there in that crew. And uh, I'd like to thank my Paul Paul. Always helped me when I started out, and uh, I think that that'll do it. Well, that's great, I, and I especially liked how you thank God because without God, we got nothing. So that's pretty cool. Yes, sir. And I, I try to always right. keep him at the center of uh, everything I do. That's great. So look, everybody can learn from TJ how awesome God is because he won that championship. God was pretty much helping him drive that steering wheel and won that championship. So. That's pretty cool. Yes, sir. Well, thank you but, for calling uh, But, in yeah, I'd say that's it. All right. And everybody be sure and tell TJ that you listen to the show. Make sure you share the show, everybody, and uh, just let him know uh, that you listen to the show. And thanks for coming on. All right. Thank you. All right. Cool. See you later. All right. That's cool. So that was TJ Grimes and... That was super cool to get him on. So our next guest is who one of his uh, he shouted out was Matthew Trifenbach at Trifenbach Racing, Carbon Composites. So Matthew is our next guest, and I gotta say, uh, Carbon Composites is a cool, cool thing that Matthew does. I see all his posts on Facebook, especially on his racing page, and I am very intrigued because for one. I'm big in anything made in the USA. I don't want nothing, no Chinese garbage, no no Walmart Chinese crap. And all his carbon composites are made in the USA, which is super cool. So if you don't know what it is, look up Carbon Composites by Trifenbach Racing. And what it is, it's a mud cover, a lightweight mud cover for your race car. And he makes them for light models, whatever kind of race car you want. And they're carbon fiber. They're really lightweight. And I see him weigh them all the time and try to get the lightest one possible. But it's durable. The finish looks super cool. I've actually seen a few on race cars this season because he's just now getting big into making them. So hit up Matthew up if you'd like to get some, and I'll get him to talk about that when he calls in. And, yeah, that's that's really cool. Made in the USA. Don't buy no Chinese garbage. Because when you think about it, who would you rather buy a racing product from? You got these companies that make Chinese crap, you know, made overseas. Well, what do they know about racing? Do they know anything about dirt track racing? No, they don't care. All they're worried about is getting your money. They don't care nothing. But if you buy something made in the USA, it's probably made by somebody like Matthew who actually races and nose racing, and that's one thing I like about the fuel arrester. It's made in USA, no Chinese garbage, uh, you know, anything in racing, because I just, that's like, you know, I've got an outdoors ministry, Coon Hunters Outdoors Ministries. You can look me up on Facebook. And like, for instance, fishing lures. If you see a bass fishing lure, whether it's from Walmart or whatever, Store you buy it from, 
and it's made in China. It's like, how do these people overseas know what a largemouth bass looks like? They don't go fishing. But if you buy it from an American manufacturer that makes it here, probably whoever built it is probably a fisherman themselves. Same thing goes with dirt racing, uh, buy quality stuff. All right, and it looks like we got our next caller on. Uh, oh, yes, that's right. And Matthew is getting married tomorrow. How cool is that? Thank you, Cameron. Uh, all right, so we got Matthew called in. Here he is. All right, hey, how's it what going? is up, my? How you doing, my man? Oh, we just got a bunch of family and friends over. We had a little reception after party at the house, so well, a, a rehearsal after party at the house. That's great. I know you're excited about getting married tomorrow, so tell us about that. Oh yeah, so uh, I met my fiance back when I was stationed in Arizona because I'm Air Force, of course. So uh, I made a deal with her. If she moved here, I'd marry her. So I uh, I told her if I won a race. I would propose in victory lane. Well, third race in the slate model, I was leading every lap, but the last one, good old Dale Lucas got by me. I mean, they say I let him by me, but I don't know. I wasn't ready to get engaged just yet, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we got engaged, and, yeah, we get married tomorrow, 11-11-22, which is pretty cool, and it's Veterans Day, you know, being active duty and all. It's a pretty neat deal. Well, that's awesome, and, we just had T.J. Grimes on, and he shouted you out, shouted out your carbon composites. So that was cool. Oh, yeah, T.J.'s a good guy. I got him some mud covers and air cleaner top plate. I'm making him a couple parts. I think I'm fixing to make him some parts here in the off season. Well, that's great. So I was just explaining to people what your business is. So tell everybody what you make. And, of course, it's made in the USA, which is awesome. So tell everybody about that. Yeah, so uh, – I mean, of course, I don't make enough money in the military to race a late model, so I had to find other ways to generate funds. Um, so this is what I do on my off time. I, I just started making carbon fiber stuff and started learning and fiddling with some stuff. And uh, I make mud covers, which are my best-selling product right now, because um, a plastic and a metal mud cover weigh pretty close. They're about 18 ounces, which is just shy of uh, just over a pound. Uh, but the mud covers I produce are about three ounces, which are you know, the fraction of a pound, um, and they're just as strong. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and they held up. They look good. And anytime you can lighten weight, lighten up your drive line is, is good, especially with the limited horsepower classes that I'm running and with the 602s. Uh, so I've made some air cleaner top plates and uh, a base plate, you know, to help lower your uh, air intake temps going into your carburetor because the metal, you know, carburetor plates will heat up with the engine heat through a long main event. And so does the air going into your carburetor. Uh, carbon fiber is fairly heat resistant. It reflects some of that heat, doesn't retain it. And uh, so thus keeping you that horsepower range up. Um, but I've made a couple other little parts, some air deflectors, uh, some dash panels, just little little small panels throughout the race cars that, you know, late models and modifies and whatever everybody else uses. Um, I'm working on some, uh, I might attempt to make a roof this off season. It's, got to take a lot of material time and money to do it. And if I mess it up, well, it's junk. So I'm kind of working on some bigger and bigger <clears> parts <throat> to get to that. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's what okay. I do in my off time when I'm not working on the race cars. I'm making carbon fiber stuff. I'm actually sponsoring well, the, uh, the Deep South race for Hunt the Front. 
I'm giving uh, eight covers away. Four on each night are going to go to, I believe, the hardest hard charger for the super late model division. Uh, so I'm excited for that to work with Hunt the Front and them guys. Uh, wow, yeah, that's hopefully cool. get my name out there and get some more customers in this off season. So tell everybody where they can find you on Facebook on your page. Uh, if you just search Treefenbach Racing uh, or Carbon Composites by Treefenbach Racing, uh, you'll find me on there. Or just Matthew Treefenbach, you can add me as a friend. And I'll I'll get you get you going if you're interested in any of my products. Well, that's cool. So I highly encourage everybody to buy local, buy American-made. Don't buy that Chinese crap that comes from China. Buy from Matthew because, look, I've seen his stuff on Facebook. I've seen him race. I've actually seen him on race cars this year, and I can tell you it's top-quality products. It lasts. It looks good, too. Of course, yeah, carbon fiber is always odd feeling. I mean, I could add color dye to it, and I can add some sparkles to it, some glitter effect. So it looks really good with the, the camera lights flashing and, Everything, it really pops. That's cool. And I bet the colors, I, I think I remember seeing one you did in color, and it looked awesome. Oh, yeah, I've done a quite a, I think actually TJ Grimes got some purple done by me. Oh, cool. That's cool. I can't wait to see what that looks like on the race track. And, you know, I wish I wish Deep South had the 602s on schedule for that race. Then you could race. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, I'm very bummed out they didn't have us on because I went to Deep South last Friday. I had some coil issues, and I guess I set quick time in hot laps. And, I mean, we had some heavy hitters there, you know, Dale Lucas and all the local fast guys were there. And, well, I was like, man, we had a good piece, but I had a coil issue, and we got it replaced. Misqualifying, was going to start in the back of the main, and coming out on the track, the coil wire popped off. I'm like, oh, man. Oh. So, yeah, it's tough. Can't have uh, nothing. So, yeah, so to get my racing itch out for the year, we're going to Southern on Saturday with the, the sprint cars for 800 to win. Oh, cool. Well, I hope you win that because you're, you're, you're my pick to win that one. Oh, I appreciate that. And so tell everybody, uh, for those that didn't get to listen to the first part of the season, tell them about what you do in the Air Force. <clears throat> uh, so I'm an aircraft mechanic. I work specifically on the F-35. Uh, it's the fifth-gen fighter. So me being a crew chief, I do everything, uh, pneumatics, hydraulics, mechanics, propulsion, uh, electronics. I do everything on it, nose to tail. Um, and I love it. I, I you know, came from a mechanical background growing up around racing. Uh, it, it fit me very well. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't come in the Air Force to do that. I actually came in the Air Force to be a, it's called a TACP. It's part of the Special Operations Group. Those are the guys that sneak in without anybody and, you know, drop bombs on foreheads and sneak out before anyone knows they're there. Well, they told me I didn't have good enough depth perception. And I was like, what are you talking about? I've been racing and doing all this stuff my whole life, playing sports all year round, and how do I not have good enough depth perception? I'm like, oh, well, you just don't. So we're going to offer you just to go open mechanical. And while well, I was already at boot camp at the time, I'm like, well, I'm already here. So just give me whatever job you got. And, well, God, God's got his path for everybody, and I got, you know, picked up to be this F-35 crew chief. And, uh, boy, I love it. I wouldn't be racing if I wasn't a crew chief. That's cool because, you know, everything happens for a reason, and that's a cool story. That happens so you yes, can sir. go racing. <clears throat> that is cool. And 
So how many races have you won this season? And tell us about your championship win. <clears throat> so I have won one race this year, uh, but my championship is at Northwest Forest Speedway. Uh, it's kind of like a participation trophy. I mean, I just made the most amount of races. And, of course, finishing top three every week helps a lot, too, especially when some guys miss races to go out of town or for whatever reason. Um, but it, I, after this season, I jumped a car probably around July there at Northwest Forest Speedway. I bent the clip out of it, and uh, I thought I was done. I thought I was I would never race again. I was like, all right, well, you know, I had my fun. Uh, I just can't afford to get back in it. That's kind of when I really picked up the carbon fiber stuff. Doing that helped me find an older chassis that was rolling. I stripped it down to a bare frame. I rebuilt it with whatever parts I had left over off the old car, bought some new parts, and first race out, I won the race. And uh, I was like, oh, we got a good piece here. So we continue racing through the season. And uh, kind of around August, I was like, oh, man, I'm in contention to win the points here. So I ended up, you know, strictly racing at Northwest Florida Speedway. Just uh, just why I went everything up else at any other tracks, um, and yeah, here here it is. My dream came true. I won a championship. So this year alone, that I, is so I won cool. my very first race, and I won my very first championship, and now I'm getting married. Like I, I don't know if anything can top this year. Oh, God's great, Annie. He is. That's cool. Well, I tell you what, I went to a few races in Northwest Florida Speedway this year, and I enjoyed them. And I'm so bummed out that I didn't get to make that race that you won because I heard about it. I heard you kick butt and took names. Like, I heard you went around like Chuck Norris in a super late model car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I had no brakes that night. Uh, for, for whatever reason, you know, brand-new race car. I, something happened. We had brakes when we loaded it. Unloading it from the trailer, well, we didn't have any brakes. So that's just so good. Oh, brakes on slow you down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you was basically Fred Flintstone in it, wasn't you? Oh, yeah. Well, that's cool. I, I love going to Northwest Florida Speedway, and I love the blue in your car because I got a blue pickup truck. Blue is my second favorite color, so I love seeing blue on the racetrack because everybody in the – and TJ's got a blue car too. And everybody in the mother has a black race car or a white race car. I get tired of seeing black white, but when I see the blue on your car, I say, yeah, it pops out. It stands out. You can see it. And and me as a photographer, I love the bright colors like that because my camera, especially me, hates black. Like my camera, I take a picture of a black car and you can't really see it. But you take a picture of a blue car and it just it's just so bright it stands out. Yeah, blue is actually the reason why I chose the Air Force. I was actually fixing to go to the Army. I really hate the color green. And uh, so I was like, oh, I'll, go, I'll go to the Air Force. I'll do the, the TAC-P route. So I was going to be an Army Ranger. Um I'm, I'm sure glad I went the Air Force route. Blue is my favorite color, so uh, I, well, I do cool. get popped. Everyone, like you said, has got either a black or white race car. And next year we're sticking with the blue. We're going to change up the colors a little bit. Uh, it's going to look pretty sharp. That's awesome because, you know, I never have understood why black is popular in dirt racing. I just, oh, my God, I got a black interior in my truck, and I hate it. If If I could have... If I could have told General Motors to put a blue interior in my truck to match the outside, I'd have done it. But sadly, all they offered was black. They say, "Oh, this is the only choice you got." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, let's see here. So okay, so you won at Northwest Florida, and 
So what? So you're going to stick with the six oh two next season? You got any sponsors yes, you want to shout out? Uh, of course. Uh, right now, the sponsors that helped me through this year, of course, are Kelly Diesel and Automotive here in Crestview, Florida. Um, Cameron Goldsworthy helped me out a lot this year uh, with tire and just general knowledge. I mean, I came from a mod light coming into a late model, and I had no idea what I was doing. Cameron's helped me out a bunch. Uh, I've got uh, American Transport. I've got uh, DRD Graphics out of Arizona. They're the ones that do my wraps. And I have three wide designs out of Arizona as well. They do my shirts and hoodies and koozies. Wow, that's awesome. And Cameron is actually listening to the show right now. He will be on – he's our last guest on the show after Mitch. But, uh, yeah, he's – I call him Mr. Hoosier. He's the tire guru because he – or Mr. Safety, too. He knows that, too. Oh, yeah. Cameron's actually on his way to my house right now, or he should be if he's listening. I got a bunch of Mick Ultras in the fridge waiting for him. <laughs> That's awesome. So so you're getting married tomorrow, so that is really cool. So um, you got a big wedding plan? Uh, really, because I'm in Saturday. <laughs> I got my priorities straight, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we got just a wedding here in Baker, Florida, and then after that we got a little after party here uh, with some friends and family. A lot of people came from all over the place for this wedding. You know, being military, we have people from – I got friends from literally all over the country. I think we got probably close to 15 or 20 states represented coming to this wedding. So uh, it's pretty wow, neat that everyone awesome. you know, took the time, money, and effort to come and spend their time with me and my fiance or now wife. So uh, it's it's humbling, to say the least. And I'm happy to race in front of them at Southern. I haven't been to Southern since last year for the Sandbox. It was my first and only time there. I really I wasn't happy with that place, but they've done a lot of work this past year. And uh, I want to give them a shot, especially with the sprint cars being there. I think that's going to be pretty neat. And, you know, if you... If you win on the day they're having the sprint cars there, that's cool in itself because then you got all these big name sprint car drivers like like uh, Miller Time, Michael Miller, and all these other big names that are watching this and they see you. Wow, that that guy's impressive, you know. And then they start asking questions and look you up. Yeah, I'd always love to get in a sprint car. <laughs> I just don't have the fun. Oh, to. that would be. That would be awesome because I love the, I love the sprint cars, especially the the non-wing sprint cars that my buddy Robbie Johns started. He started the Lubbock Sprint Car Series. I love them non-wing cars. Them cars are cool too, and just yeah, sprint had, cars in general. We had a pretty good following of sprint cars out when I was stationed in Arizona, and uh, grew up right running around St. Louis. We would get the World Outlaws and the USAC every now and then. But watching the sprint wow. cars in Arizona, it was awesome. So what was so did y'all have like Top Gun sprints or did you have another kind of? Uh, we had USAC, so we had the USAC 360 series, and then we did had a 410 non-wing series, Southwest uh, Sprint Car Series, I believe. Um, wow, yeah, they were that's cool. California, and they'd run it like Paris and Volusia, and of course in Arizona. I bet those I bet those USAC cars are fly because I see them on TV and they look awesome. Oh yeah, there is a good. That's how you know the track them good. It can't be rough for us. They'll be screaming the grand. Wow. Well, if anybody, if anybody's got a sprint car and needs a driver, Matthew's your man. 
I appreciate that. Cool. And uh, we're going uh, at the Southern Dirt Track Report, of course, and uh, Artie's not on tonight. I guess he had to work late. But uh, mm. we thank you for your service, and we thank you for calling in, and everybody share this show, and let Matthew know that you listened to him on the podcast, and then let him know you heard about his carbon deposits, too. Yeah, thank you. All right, and uh, we'll let you go, and thanks for calling in. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. See you later. All right. Bye. All right. Cool. So that was Matthew Trifenbach. Uh, that was cool. Thank you for calling in. And up next, we have my good friend, Mitch Cachera at Deep South Speedway. Uh, let's see if this is Mitch on the line. Hey, is this Mitch? Hello? Oh, this is Craig. Oh. Okay, okay, all right. Just trying to see if Mitch is called in. Just one second. <clears throat> all right, I want, well, let me make sure if I got the line up right, because I think Mitch was calling in next. Let me make sure. I'm human. I'm known to mess up, so maybe Craig is next. All right, let's see. we got Craig on hold, and let's see. Okay, yep, Craig is next. Okay, so Mitch is last after Cameron. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry about that. I just texted him. I thought he was here. Anyways, all right, so let's get... All right, this this is Craig, right? Yes, sir. Okay, how's it going? <clears throat> yeah, man, how are you? I'm doing dang near skippy. Uh, God's blessed me with a great day. That <clears throat> for sure. So, uh, so, I you tell me that you are the new race director at Outlaw Speedway. So tell us what y'all got going on at Outlaw Speedway. <clears throat> uh, I mean, everybody. I think everybody pretty much knows that. Rushing was running the track. Uh, Brian Cox be doing the race directing. Well, Zach is stepping away. He's going to focus on his comedy tour. You know, if you don't follow him, he's on Facebook. He does a lot of comedy stuff and things like that. And he's stepping away. He's going to have another guy come in to handle the business part of the track. And I'm going to do the race directing. And we're going to try to race a lot more next year, hoping to race every weekend, if not three weekends out of the month. And just trying to get the word out there, everybody, that it's going to be changing management and going to be racing a lot more. Well, that's great because my buddy Ron Southern, he's a great, great friend of mine, and he's always been wanting me to come to Outlaw because he announces there, and he's been telling me about it. And I'm I'm super excited. I, I'm going to make a point to come next season. I'm going to find me a race to come to, and I'm going to video it. And hopefully Artie will get to go to some more races this year because – I love big tracks. Big tracks are my favorite. Uh, I'll always pick a big track over a small one, and I hear y'all's track is really huge. It is, man. It's huge and fast. Been staying hooked up really good this year. I mean, I know a lot of people came. To, the first year we ran, we had got a hold of some bad dirt, and we put new dirt on it last year and spent a ton of money doing it. And, and now we got this new dirt on there, it's, it stayed together real good. We only had a problem with holes after a big rain one time, and 
and it was smooth and fast and stayed hooked up and and the sprint cars put a show on at our track. Yeah. I don't oh, think I've man. ever seen sprint cars go that fast. See, y'all had the Hurricane Area Super Sprints, didn't you? Yes, sir. That's the uh, uh, the Hurricane Area. That's uh, Todd's deal he's got going, and they bring a pretty good local sprint car crowd. Um, I don't think they ever showed up with under 20 cars. And they even brought Terry and Gray came with them and Morgan. And uh, the last race that they raced, and man, they put a show on, that's for sure. That's awesome, because I've seen Shane Morgan and Terry Gray race a bunch. Terry Gray is the outlaw for a reason, because he's won a bunch of races. I've seen Shane Morgan, like I, I watched Shane Morgan one time go around these size people, and they clocked him going at 100 and I think it was 120 miles an hour. I was like, holy crap, man. And that, that guy knows his way around race cars. Yeah, yeah, Shane's really good. He's he's uh, really local to us. I mean, I don't know. Everybody probably might not know where Outlaw is. It's in Perkinson, Mississippi, which is about roughly 20 minutes north of Biloxi. And uh, and Shane does race there. Every time they got the sprint car, Shane's there, and he does real good. Uh, I think he actually won. He won the last one there because Morgan... She was leading, had a good lead, and scrubbed the wall and broke a right front hub, and so her right front came off, and she got lucky enough it didn't flip her or nothing. So, wow, that's, that's scary, man. That I tell you what, that, them them three sixty outlaw sprint cars, they don't play. Imagine if the uh, Morton Buildings World of Outlaws sprint cars come up here and race. That would be cool. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely a goal, man. But like I said, we're we're gonna pick this track up this year and try to build a consistency up and let everybody know we're gonna be there to race. And yeah, we're working really hard with uh, with Hattiesburg and uh, Billy at Deep South, and we're not gonna run on top of nobody's big shows. We're gonna be courteous and hope they turn return the same thing to us. And and we plan on, you know, we will race. And that's what everybody's biggest complaint was: is we didn't race enough. So. They're going to get enough of it this year, I hope. Well, that's great. And that's one thing I like is you said you're not going to race on top of other tracks, big races and stuff like that, because so many times, and well, so many times tracks will race on top of each other and it, and it'll be a big race, whatever, and then the, the car count is split between both of them, and that is a big slap in the face, a big disrespect. I've seen it happen many, many a times, and... I'm so glad. I was glad to hear that Mr. Billy said on his live Facebook live that y'all were working together, and uh, so that that's cool. And Hattiesburg too. And I think highly of Mr. Donald Parker up here at Hattiesburg's Speedway. So so that's a good thing y'all got going on. <clears throat> oh yeah, I've known Mr. Donald a long time, and you know he's he's trying his hardest with that track up there, and we're gonna help him the best we can. And and uh, man, we just. Uh, we're going to work with everybody and try to do what we can. Uh, I, a lot of people didn't see. We know we, we're going to try to start a Crown Vic class this year at Outlaw. And uh, we Ooh, post the rules on the that. page. And, yeah, it's going, to be, it's going to be a good class, man. It's, a, it's basically going to be a bust the windows out, put a cage in, and go race, you know. I mean, there's a few little things you got to do to it. I mean, most of those cars, that they're going to go run it. Enduro, I mean, if you put a cage in it, you can bring it down here and run it in the Crown Vic class every weekend. And uh, so it's going to be just is like it strictly, like it's strictly Crown Vic, or is it 
like the enduro cars. No, it's it's strictly Crown Vicks and Grand Marquis. They got to have a 4.6 motor in them, and uh, I think there's a. I, I'm not off the top of my head. I don't I have, I don't know the rules that well, but I know it's uh, three. There's three certain gears you can run. So I mean, most of the people that bought Crown Vicks, I, I think I seen Chase Holland bought a Crown Vic to go up there and run that Shady Brady race. And uh, oh, cool! Like that. You know, that's local to us, so that's going to be something. He can either bring that car down here and run it if they put a cage in it, and, or he knows it might be somebody want to buy that car to come down here and run and put a cage in it. But that's going to be, I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing is you knock the lights out, knock the windows out, put you a seat, racing belts, and a cage, and you can come race. And on, it's going to be on stock tires, and it's going to be as low budget as it can be with keeping it safe. And I got a lot of people questioning great. me about the safety of them. The the safety of well, them, man, these Crown Vicks are tough, uh, and I, a lot of people don't know, they ran them at Bristol with Cletus, and they took some licks in them cars, and them things are safe, man. I, I, the licks they took, if you got a question about safety, go and watch Cletus McFarland's videos at Crown, uh, the Crown Vicks at Bristol. You'll believe in them after that. And, you know, like, uh, I used to watch Top Gear, the American version, a lot, and they had that one episode where they tested out the new police cars, and, of course, they tested out the new Ford and the new Chevrolet Impala and the Dodge. And them, and they and they beat a Crown Vic to death, a cop car on that show. If, them, if, if, if all these millions of police departments across the U.S. can run a Crown Vic police interceptor, surely that will tell you how safe they are because these cops get in accidents too and whatnot. And that's some tough cars. Oh, yeah, they're extremely tough, man. But, uh. I, I really highly recommend. If you want to get into racing and you're around this area, you need to be looking for a Crown Vic, man. It, it's it's going to be a show. They run them over in a, a lot up north and in Georgia, and it's going to be it's going to be a really good turnout, I believe. And it's going to be something everybody can kind of have fun with. We're going to take the heck out of them cars and try to keep them as stock as possible. That's good. Hey, I don't like cheating, and I tell you what, um, my friend Mr. Ike. Uh, he may be listening tonight, but him and my good buddy Jamie Mazingo, they raced, and they built a bomber car a few years ago for Tri-County Speedway, and they built a Crown Vic that they bought. And they, you know, went through it, and Mr. Ike raced it about three races, and he just didn't like it. It kind of scared him a little bit. He just didn't like racing it. And then they ended up selling it to P.J. Dickerson, and P.J. drove it. And it, them cars got a lot of power, and he won a bunch of races in it because they're fuel-injected, and I think that's a great class. <clears throat> yeah, man, I think it's gonna be. A, I think it's gonna be a good turnout. Now, I think it's gonna be fun. And I even know people that's buying cars to let their sons race, you know. And and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. And I mean, uh, we got a good schedule coming up. I think uh, I told a lot of people I was going to announce our first our first practice is gonna be February 18th. We're gonna start at 12. And run till dark where we ain't got to turn the lights on. And and we're hoping everybody wants to come out and get that track a shot. If you ain't been there last year and tried that new dirt out, you need to come try it. It's awesome. That's great. So tell everybody where they can find y'all, website, Facebook. <clears throat> right now we're working on getting a website built. And uh, if you look up Outlaw Speedway on Facebook, you make sure you're looking at the one that's in Mississippi. There's one up in New York somewhere. Our numbers are on there. We got a post. Uh, the guy who's taking over, Billy Barton, he's going to be doing the management of it. His name, his number's on there. 
my number's on there. If you got questions, whatever you want to talk about, give us a call. We'll uh, we'll get it figured out and discuss it. And we just want to get the cars out there and get everybody ready to race. Well, that's great. So, y'all got any sponsors y'all want to shout out? We're looking for sponsors. I mean, we got Pepsi on board, of course. They're still uh, they're going to stick with us this year. They sponsored our Big Fall and Fifty race last year for the Modifieds. Uh, BBB, which is Zach's company, is still a sponsor for us, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a couple other come on board with us. But right now, we're we're looking for sponsors. We're selling infield signs. We're going to sell all kinds of little sponsorship deals, and and anybody that wants to step up and help us out, even sponsor some races or whatever. We want to do some good racing for everybody. We plan on doing a good crate show and a street stock show with the Shannon, with the street stock series, and. Uh, the Thrashers are going to come down and run supers with us. And, uh, of course, we're going to have Todd Fayard with his uh, Hurricane Area Sprinters will be there a couple times. So anybody want to help out with them purses, we we greatly appreciate it. You know, we don't we don't have a good sponsor base because, I mean, we really didn't run a lot the last couple of years. Well, last year we only ran like three times because of all the rain. Uh-huh. So if anybody wants to step in and help us out, we're more than welcome to take it. Yes, please do. And give everybody the directions on how to get to Outlaw Speedway. Uh, I mean, it depends on where you're coming from. The easiest way to get there is to go to D'Iberville, Mississippi, which is where I-110 and I-10 hit, and go north and hit Highway 15. And Highway 15 will take you out to Vestry Road, and you'll take a right right there. And it's about four or five miles down that road on the left. You'll see the signs. We'll have signs out. And uh, it is—it's a good ways out, but I mean, you're only—you're still only 20 minutes away from the uh, Iberville, and they got plenty of hotels, restaurants, bars, <laughs> casinos, whatever you're into. And uh, well, you we'll know, also be at, the way. We'll be at Deep South too for the Hunter Front Race. Me and Billy both will be there Friday and Saturday night. If anybody wants oh, to great. text us and talk to oh, us, great. meet us there. We'll be there. We're gonna have some hats and shirts to give away and stuff. That's awesome. So, I, I plan on being at that race. That's a big race. Yeah, it is. And, I mean, you know, I, uh, I know Jesse real well, and I know jo- Joseph drove one of our street uh, – me and my buddy Street Stock for uh, the Street Stock National Race and, man, put a show on with it. And uh, We got to know them real well racing over the years over there through Flomathan and Milton and all that. When we were, everybody was running the street stocks and the street stock series, and man, they're really good folks, and we're going to go support them. And we hope all our fans go support them too, man. It's, it's a good show. It's a good thing they're trying to do for super late models out here. I mean, I, mean, I ain't hating on sprint cars or anything, but man, I love super late models. That's my favorite. So That's I'd love awesome. to see that class grow down here. Oh, I do too. I can remember seeing Bud McCool race several times. I wish he'd come out of retirement and race some more. <clears throat> Oh yeah, I think he's got he's got kids trying to race now, so I'm sure we'll see him well, around cool. eventually. That's cool. Yeah. All right, well, uh-huh. uh, I want to thank you for calling in, and uh, we're gonna get our next caller in. But uh, uh, thanks for coming on the show. All right, I appreciate it. All right, see you later. Yes, sir. All right, so so that was great. Uh, that was a great call in. Thank you, Craig. Oh, I should have asked him how to say his last name. Rouse, R-U-S-E. He is the race director at Outlaw Speedway in Perkinston, Mississippi, out in the middle of nowhere. It's good to have a racetrack out in the middle of nowhere because then you got ain't got to worry about people crying and complaining about noise. 
that's one thing I like about tracks out in the middle of nowhere that's not in the city. So that's cool. All right, next we have we got two more callers. We've got Cameron Goldsworthy. And, uh, all right, there's Cameron. What's up, Mr. Cameron? What's happening, man? Man, you can you hear me? Look, yes, I can hear you loud and clear. <clears throat> I've heard my name a couple times on here already. That means it's pretty good. I ain't got a lot of enemies, which is awesome. <laughs> exactly. You don't want no enemies in the dirt track world, I can tell you that. Absolutely not. I'm not the one getting in the car, but my drivers are in the car, and I don't want them to get hurt. So. That's right. But you, you are the safety guru. Yeah, it's kind of wild on how I got the name Mr. Hoosier after getting hit in the head by one in August 3rd, 2002. And then, you know, this, this – uh, this dirt race track report that you guys, Southern Dirt, I mean, this thing you guys got going on right now is impressive. And I really appreciate you guys allowing me to be a part of it. And anytime Thanks. we can bring our God, Lord, and Savior into racing and understand and let people understand how important he is, he keeps us safe. And then we try to push safety. That's a big deal. Amen to um, that. God, God is number one. It definitely is. So how's everything going? Man, it's uh, it's it's doing dang near skippy. Uh, hopefully soon, me and Robbie will have some uh, huge news to announce about the fuel arrestor, and uh, I'm just hoping and praying it works out. And I got a I got a cool verse for you. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Oh, you're gonna love this. Uh, so it's on our let me go to our Facebook here. <clears throat> oh, there it is. All right, it's on our logo, which is really cool. And so since you're safety-minded, we're safety-minded. And since you do like me and Robbie, we put God first. So the, the, the verse is Psalm 4-8, and it says, In peace I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. So I was looking up verses a while back, Amen. and I said, you know what, that. That is the perfect verse to use for the fuel arrestor because we're trying to keep drivers and the car from catching fire. And this is the right. perfect verse because drivers can use God as their safety net to keep them from going, burning up, going to hell. So same thing with the fuel arrestor. Yep. So this would be a good verse for you, you know, also. <clears throat> Absolutely. Also, I want to, before we get started, um, obviously we've had some bad news in racing over the past couple months and stuff, but... I want to send a big shout-out to Joe Gibbs um, and his losing his son. And it's unfortunate that he lost oh. both of his boys at the age of 49. And I'm, I, it, almost, it brings kind of really emotional points to me because he actually was able to receive a gift from his son in winning a championship when Ty, of course, going through all that stuff that was going on. and um, But I just want to give my prayers to their family. And uh, I couldn't imagine, you know, Joe Gibbs being a, you know, Redskins head coach and multiple Super Bowl champions loses his both of his boys at the age 49. That's that's there's no there's it's just so we don't understand why God decided to do that. But there's a reason. That's and, right. Um, and, you know, there's, there's a always reason a for reason. everything. And, and he makes a book. And I actually, he actually sent me a book about probably three or four years ago. And out of the mail, I say, man, I'm getting something from Joe Gibbs. This is cool. Yep, sure enough, I got a book 
from him, and it tells you all about life and safety and, and you know, and, and well, just all kinds of stuff. And I'll have to get you a copy of it. It's really okay, uh, cool. It's impressive. And, um, but I just, you know, lots of prayers goes out to the Gibbs family. And, uh, you know, he, he got to see his son carry that championship, gave him a big hug, the best picture on the front stretch ever, ever imagined being in heaven and he goes to bed that night and never wakes up. That's just, that tells you how precious life is. And then yes. also for all these drivers out here that try to second guess their self and try to second guess, are they making the right decision on being, am I safe enough? If you don't think you're safe enough, sit back and do the research on what your car's got for safety. Because That's right. you don't have control over if it's your time to go or not. And I hate to say that, you know. Um, I agree. But, you know, the biggest thing, man, I really appreciate you allowing me to be on here. And the biggest thing, you know, TJ was on here earlier, and I see you had Matthew on there just a few minutes ago, and I really appreciate those guys, you know, appreciate what I do for them. It really means a lot. Uh, this past weekend, I was trying to get over to uh, Tri-County to be with TJ. I, we have not yet worked together at a full night, and I was unable to make it over there because I had to go over for uh, – the race over at Deep South, I was working with Sean Goodwin, which we wound up finishing, I think, third in that race. Um, and cool. we wound up working with uh, Jamie Trawick, which is out of Louisiana. He's actually going to be, he's actually uh, work, uh, racing at Magnolia, which Matthew's getting married tomorrow. I'm actually on my, I was actually at his house, but I left for a few minutes to do this interview. And uh, I'm going over there to talk to him and wish him good luck and I may be leaving in the morning, but if it all works out, I'm going to try to be at his wedding tomorrow. Because I, I, I couldn't make a promise, but this is a special day. So I definitely want to be a part of it. But, um, well, that's awesome. man, it's, uh, it's been a very, very busy 2022. And every time I get on this podcast or any podcast, um, I want to say big thank you to obviously our God, Lord, and Savior. I want to thank you to everybody that allows me to be a part of this. Number one, tied up there with God, I want to appreciate my family for allowing me to do what I do. I push safety because I almost lost my life August 3rd, 2002, from that tire coming off of Vintage Cart Southern Raceway and hit me in the head doing about 100 miles an hour. Whew. Frank Wilson looked at it when it happened, and uh, uh, there was a... Uh, there was another gentleman that was next to him, and I've just had a brain fart, and I can't remember. He just got married, matter of fact. Sean Pierce. He was right there seeing it happen. If it wasn't for uh, our God, Lord, and Savior, and if it wasn't for Jeff Smith, that used to live, he used to be a fireman over in Choctaw Beach, I wouldn't be here right now. They lifelighted me from the racetrack to the hospital, pronounced me dead on arrival. I was in a drug-induced coma for eight days in the hospital over a month, lost my memory for many years and had headaches for 16, all because somebody decided to cut a corner on lug nuts on a racing wheel as a just outside the box of a 5.8 tile hole to get over a 5.8 stud. And they had metric lug nuts on there where you could have took a 23-ounce east wing hammer and hit that tire at a force of about 40 pounds and pop it right over the studs. And that's what caused me to get into safety so much. It took me a long time to really understand it. Because heck, half the time, I was, everybody didn't want to hang around me too much because uh, they thought I was kind of somewhat bad luck. <laughs> it might get hit by something. But, 
But, uh, no, I've had a lot of people in my corner, a lot of people in my corner. And this fuel arrest that you guys are pushing is big. I think it's something that needs to be focused on a lot more um, because I feel like, obviously, the fire that a lot of these drivers, I do believe, are doing some things with fuel. And uh, that, that may be a little bit on the uh, hazardous side, and it may burn. Oh, yes. Please. <clears throat> Kind of like alcohol, you know. I mean, these, that's what well, a lot of your street well, like cars, street car guys do that. Yes, and I'm a huge NASCAR fan. I've been watching NASCAR since I was a wee little lad, since I knew what a TV was. And well, I follow Jordan Anderson. This year. Oh, more fuel fires. So, and so yep. the main one that I focused on this year, of course, if you look on our Facebook page, we've shared. At least seven known fuel fires from drag racing to dirt racing, asphalt. Yep. And one of them was Jordan Anderson. He drives, he owns his own race race team in the truck truck series. Jordan Anderson Racing. He was racing. I don't remember what race it was. I shared it on our page. I shared there three different articles. And Jordan Anderson, his oh, fuel line or something exploded or fuel fuel tank erupted. He got sent to the hospital with second or third degree burns. It was pretty bad. And he just yeah, posted on his Facebook the other day that he's he's doing better and he's going to eventually come back to racing. I wish I could get in contact with somebody like him because then I could show him what this does. He'd be interested. But, you know, uh, yep. it was so scary to see his truck catch fire on that race. I was flipping out on the TV. It's, oh, 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 get out of the truck, get out of the truck. Right. And people, people don't realize, like, with your safety harness and then all this stuff hooked to you, it takes a minute to get out of that car or truck or whatever. 100%. And them fuel fires are scary. I mean, I'm telling you, as I mean, ask my buddy Chris Hartman. He got burned by race fuel one night because he had some spill on him, and that stuff burns, man. And I don't wish that on nobody. It does. <clears throat> yeah, it does. You know, I mean, and it's all about the safety stuff. You know, and the biggest thing is, how about uh, Brian Shirley's? What was his grandson? They had those bad yes. burns from an actual fuel funnel is what caused that fire to ignite. When they were pouring the fuel into the funnel, I think it had a filter in it, and it had enough spark to where it ignited it. His grandson was holding the funnel. Oof. It was a bad situation. You know, I do some research on that. It's, it's unfortunate. Obviously, he's doing great now, you know, and that's a big, big deal. But obviously, there's another one that had God in his corner, you know. Um, I want to give a big shout out too. This is pretty cool. I've been waiting a long time to see this, you know. But J.C. Wilson and Frank Wilson uh, won this past weekend. Won in their uh, oh, great. Uh, Iron Horse, and then J.C. won in the six hundred twos, and that's pretty cool. Um, that's awesome. But you know, it's safety is a huge, huge thing. You know, if you if you think about the extra money that you're wanting to put into a carburetor, just think about how special that life is. And you can call Hooker Harness, and they can put you on a good deal. Or you can give me a call, and we can get you in a good safety system. Not only that, you've got also, you know, uh, Velocity has, you know, come a long way. You know, any kind of safety product is awesome because it's been tested so much. You know, like Simpson and Bell and all them. But, you know, you have just have to – I think the best helmet out there right now, I think, is the Stilo. Stilo is really oh, good. Oh, that's awesome. You know, everybody's got – you know, it's a beautiful, it's a lightweight helmet, and weight in a car on your helmet is bad for the neck. You know, get you a Simpson hybrid oh, yeah. or some kind of a neck restraint. That's almost mandatory in any of these series now. You can't get out there on the racetrack. 
But right. um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a. Hopefully, uh, Chris O'Connor and I, we're looking at probably, you know, we just, I've been so busy traveling, working on race cars. I haven't had a chance to work on me and Chris's car. And we're, we're going to break it out beginning of next year. Uh, maybe, I don't know, we got about a couple months. Maybe we might be able to make some noise. Well, we're making noise now, but we just hadn't, can't drive it around quite yet. But um, we're building some pretty good stuff on this, and we just got to uh, get it together. But. Other than that, I really appreciate well, you having me on here tonight, Dan. Well, you got any sponsors you want to shout out before you go? Yeah, I've got a got a pretty good list of those. Um, first things, I'd like to give a couple shout outs to some individuals real quick. Obviously, Sean sure. Goodwin, I worked with him this past weekend. Uh, Wade and Breed Whitmore, they're out of Tennessee, um, Knoxville, Tennessee, and then uh, obviously um, uh, Justin Trawick and his dad. They allowed me to be a part of their deal this past weekend. He runs Crate Late Model. And then you got Matthew that was just on there just a few minutes ago. Red Clay Oval, Gavin, uh, Galen Robinson. You know, of course, I've just I've got quite, quite you know, Randall Chupp is, is a really huge, great, massive part of a friend of mine. He uh, He's like almost family. He is family. But uh, as far as like my sponsors and stuff that Chris and I have, and I try to push as much as I can. First of all, my wife and my both of my boys, here are uh, Tyler and Connor. Uh, Marie at FK Rod, Anza Rally Auto Parts, RPI, um, Hooker Harness, big huge sponsors of mine. They're, they anything that has to do with safety. Um, Home Pros Paint out of Knoxville, Tennessee, Penske Racing, Race Fan, Earnhardt Technology, Steve Menard, Gulf Coast Gas Repair, Old Justin Hamilton. Uh, matter of fact, I worked with him over down at All Tech, and we, uh, you know, he's he hadn't been in the 602 very long, and he goes down there, and I think he was 12th fastest first time on the racetrack out of like 25, 30 cars, 40 cars, I can't remember how many were there, and he wound up wow. finishing seventh in his first big show outside the box of the house, and that's pretty big. Wow, that's so awesome. Big shout out to him. Who's um, tires? Brian and the guys over there, they help us out quite a bit. Um, Renegade Race Fuel, you know, Frank Wilson being a local distributor, and uh, they're just Renegade. It's, it's, it's a really good, really good product. Uh, Dynamic Drive Lines, um, Driver Refined by Joey Coulter. He takes and works with, consult, you know, consults with drivers one-on-one. Knowles Race Parts, Race Logic. I was a part of their uh, schooling at the beginning of the year. And uh, that was pretty wild. They uh, allowed a guy to get hit in the head. That guy hit in the head with a tire that sometimes can't remember how to spell his name, but the teacher tried to teach the <laughs> class on tires. That was pretty wild, you know. But Brian and those guys, and uh, it's they've got a really good program going. If you have not been to the Lake uh, the Race Logic Chassis School, they got a late model and they got a street stock and I think they got a modified stuff. You need to make sure you go to it. It's worth every dime of it. If you got an opportunity to buy it online, buy it online because it's worth it every bit. Um, Air Shock and Race Fan. Oh, Ken Anderson up there in Mooresville, North Carolina. Um, Franklin Enterprise. Oh, Billy Franklin. You know, I've been doing some stuff with him this year and uh, I plan on working with him uh, next week at the big show. So if everything goes according to plan, I hope to have a track record with my tires on it, with Billy being a, a pilot. And um, awesome. let's see here. Obviously, I already did who's your tire. But, it, uh, you know, obviously our God Lord is like, Dean's Kitchen and Bath. I'm sorry. I can't forget about that. That's Chris O'Connor's 
and his wife Sadie. They uh, they have a business in uh, uh, Pensacola, Florida. Davis Smith Carburetors, Randall Chuck Consulting, and uh, also Harold Holly and uh, Joey Coulter and Danny Myers. Just a bunch of people that have helped me become as knowledgeable as what I am. But I've got a massive amount of notebooks that I took and put together from them, and it's really helped out a lot to where I could try to help others. And, uh, you know, hooker harness, that's probably that. I'm just, safety is huge, guys. It is, and gals, it is 100% safety is the best thing you need to concentrate on. The safer you are in a car, this is a pretty, I'm going to tell you a story real quick. I haven't talked to him yet. Who drives a 27 modified? Joe Phillips. Yes, Joe Phillips. Since he's put a brand new new set of hooker harnesses in his car. That's just about been unbeatable. Another person, too, is uh, Sonny Gilmore. First time she drove the car with her hooker harnesses in there, she won her heat race. Finished second or third in the feature at Deep South Speedway. That's big. Big shout out to those guys. You know, the safety in the car, your safety, you're going to learn a lot more. You're going to feel the car a lot more. Your reflexes are going to be a little bit more, a lot more accurate. And, you know, hey, if you don't help yourself, be safe. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, you just, you may not get the results that you want. Amen. I really do appreciate you, uh, giving me a shout. And, uh, Man, I've got all kinds of stuff to talk about, but heck, we've got to probably cut it a little bit short. But first things first, yes. tighten your lug nut, make sure your safety belts are tight, <clears throat> make sure you got the uh, up-to-date harnesses. And let, let me tell you a big deal on this hooker harness deal real quick. Think fast. Hooker harness, if you buy a set of hooker harnesses, how much does a new, this, how much does a new set of seat belts cost somebody? Ten to $300. Mm-hmm. If you buy the billet, ratcheting system hooker harness and you get them and they stamp them for about two years every other two years but obviously if your car sits outside you need to do it once every probably seven eight months if you take and send those belts back in when it's time to re-up those belts they will recertify the belt and put it to where you can use those belts for another two years anywhere one to two years And it only costs you, I think, seventy-five to a hundred bucks. Wow! So, if you guys need anything that has to do with safety and have any questions, I have a lot, a lot of information from a lot of good people that's helped me, and I'll be happy that's to pass awesome. it on and put you in contact with them. So, look me up on Facebook, and uh, I'll do whatever I can right. to help anybody out. So. Y'all be sure and hit up Cameron, and I'm going to let you go. And thanks for calling in, and uh, we appreciate Absolutely. it. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Keep up the great work. God bless you guys. And obviously, everybody, make sure your lug nuts are tight. And uh, thank you again <clears throat> for having me. See you later. Thank you. All right. All right, y'all. That was Cameron Goldsworthy. He's a great friend of mine. He is awesome, awesome. So we're running along in the show. We got Mitch Kachera, uh, my friend, Deep South Speedway. All right, what is going on, Mitch? How you doing? Hey, Jared, how's it going, buddy? Man, it's great. I I I got it confused earlier, but I'm glad you called in. So, uh, uh, so tell us about this big race y'all got coming up. <clears throat> well, first of all, uh, thank you for inviting me on. Uh, it's always great to hear the other racing community uh, 
profiles that you bring on uh, to the show and, you know, getting to listen to Cameron, the new race director at Outlaw, all the all the guests you had on tonight, a lot of a lot of great information. Appreciate you guys uh, putting this together. Uh, it's always always good to be able to expand the uh, the local markets uh, throughout the you know Mississippi and Alabama, Louisiana, and uh, Florida uh, Gulf Coast region to let everybody hear a little bit about all the different tracks. So uh, so just just thank you about that. And uh, yeah, thank hey, uh, what uh, what a great weekend we come off. Of with the uh, Labor Day makeup race uh, that was rained out, uh, bringing the Mississippi Street Stock Series back to Deep South to, uh, you know, to close out their, their finale of their points battle. Uh, Hayden Moran picking up the big, uh, the big win at Deep South Sunday. Uh, got a Sunday afternoon race in after uh, Mother Nature didn't want to cooperate with us uh, Saturday. But uh, so glad, uh, so glad Mississippi Street Stocks has been part of the show at Deep South Speedway this uh, this year in 2022, and we're looking forward to a to a great relationship with them, bringing them back in 2023. Uh, two great events, uh, Sean Goodwin uh, picking up the first go round with them, and uh, a great battle, and then they come right back, and Hayden Moran uh, clinches his title and uh, closes out the weekend. Uh, with us this past weekend but hey i just want to make mention before i go into the to the big race uh the winners from this past weekend uh friday night track track uh had the uh bomber division uh in the uh vintage cars and the 602 late models which we saw ronnie harris win in the two car in the bombers uh owen barnhill uh, picked up a, a great win in the in the vintage division uh Dale Lucas, man, he had a hot rod Friday night that uh, he probably could have contended with any any of the 604 divisions uh, leaders out there and picked up the big 602 win. Uh, watching him on the clock during his feature race, he was he was clicking off some track record qualifying times there in the uh, in the feature. So congratulations to them on Friday night. Uh, we come back uh, with the big event. Uh, on Sunday afternoon, and as we said, Hayden Moran uh, clinching the Mississippi Street Stock Series uh, title with his win uh, in the uh, 50 lapper. Uh, congratulations to him and his team. I know he was one super excited uh, race car driver in that uh-huh. team. Uh, picking up that win, Joey Moxley won the 604 uh, race uh, in the one car. Uh, Tommy Cannon, the Louisiana uh, wheel man, come over and put on a heck of a show, uh, holding off awesome. Jade Losenberg for that win, and Jake Centerfit and Joe Richborg uh, winning in pure stock and factory stock. So congratulations to all of those guys. And uh, you well, know, now me, we're, uh, we're setting our sights. Go ahead. Get ready for the big race. So, so tell me about the okay. So. The vintage class is my favorite class, and hopefully Miss Billy, I'd love to see him running for points because back when Jamie raced vintage full-time at Deep South 2008-9, they raced him for points. I'd love to see him come back for points. But I heard, and I hate I missed it, it was Friday night, but I heard they put on the best show. It was four wide coming to the flag stand. Oh, yeah, that that vintage race was just uh, super competitive, and uh, I, I tell you, 
uh, Owen Barnhill, uh, you know, as, as young as he is, uh, coming from the family he comes from, the Barnhill family, who's always been big in racing, uh, they're from the Florida uh, area. A uh, young man, he's a wheel man, and, and, you know, he got there and contended contended with the win. Tommy Gilmore, uh, I know they were giving it all they could, both of them, those last couple of laps. And, you know, Tommy, uh, Tommy pretty much had had that thing in hand with Owen right there and, uh, Owen kept digging on that low side and he got the nose there and, uh, wow. there's been a little bump and grind going on. I'm not sure, but, uh, you know, just, uh, he, he got the pass and, uh, held on Tom, Tommy, uh, did not give it up. He tried to come right back and, you know, challenge him there at the, at the checkered flag, but, uh, but hats off to Owen, a uh, great, great race. And I know they tried to come back on Sunday with the pure stock to see if they could do it there. And they had some mechanical issues on the pure stock car, which they, uh, from my understanding was they were, uh, hustling, trying to get that thing put back together, had some mechanical issues and still had them when they got to the track and, uh, tough break for him as he had to pull off there. And, uh, Jake, Jake center fit though. I'm going to tell you what, he had a, had a hot rod there Sunday in pure stock and he uh, wound up getting that win in that division. So, uh, just a great, great, great. Weekend, you know, to come off of. But, uh, got yeah, the biggest you know, the, race ever. Yeah, you know we got we we've worked hard this season. Uh, you know we we've had more rainouts this year uh, at the track uh, than than any other season I can recall. I've been with Deep South since the Derby's uh, opened the track, and uh, I took a little bit of a leave there and went and announced at Southern Raceway in Milton for about four years, and uh, then took a little break and had the chance to. Uh, to come back uh, with Wyatt Gibson when he was getting things back up and going at the track. And then uh, Mr. Billy, I, I reached out to him and told him I'd like to, you know, still do the announcing at Deep South and, and really have enjoyed uh, working with, with Billy and Ryan and all the uh, the Roberson group. And, uh, man, what, what work he's done to the track in, in the couple of years he's been there. And, you know, now to see – an opportunity uh, to be able to put super late model racing back here uh, at deep South speedway is, you know, is just exciting. I, I'm super excited and pumped about it. Uh, Hunt the front, the, the Joiner family, uh, you know, we're partnering with Billy uh, Roberson for this uh, super late model. Uh, it's the Hunt the Front's Southern showcase. Uh, it's going to be presented by sweet victory apparel company. And, uh, you know, we got a Friday uh, Friday night show, uh, full full show with the uh, supers. Uh, they'll do their uh, qualifying heat races and a feature for five thousand dollars to win on that Friday night. Uh, then we're going to come right back on Saturday, the nineteenth. Uh, that Friday is November the eighteenth, which is next next Friday. Uh, then we're going to come back on the Saturday night, and uh, you know, I just I keep seeing things here where. Some of the purses keep bumping a little bit more that uh, Joshua and uh, Joseph and uh, Jonathan Joyner are, are posting out there. But, uh, you know, as it stands right now, uh, you know, we're looking at 22000 to win on the Saturday night show. Uh, you know, everybody's asking what are we running as far as, you know, laps. That is going to be a 40-lap event, what they have posted as of right now, uh, 40 laps for the big money. 
uh, on the Saturday night. But uh, they've added as of today, uh, there has been some other additional monies put up. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just read what I see here. I, I posted some stuff and, and sent some information uh, to Ryan Carpenter, our race uh, promoter, uh, who forwarded it over to them. But, you know, March 13th of 2009 is when the World of Outlaws uh, visited Deep South Speedway. It was supposed to have been a two-day show. Uh, we got the Friday night show in, and it came a flood and uh, rained out the Saturday night portion of the program. But, uh, you know, we, we got Friday night in. It was standing room only crowd, uh, probably one of the biggest ever at the Speedway. Uh, we got to see, uh, you know, that time set then was a, a 15-3 uh, time frame for track record. Uh, so they put up bonus money uh, for $250 extra to the fast qualifier each night uh, and then a $500 bonus for a new track record. And I'm quite sure that track record is going to fall. So uh, so somebody's going to wow. – there's going to be a lot of big money opportunity to, to somebody who can set fast time and just, for instance, say they could win Friday night and a Saturday night sweep. It's it's a huge oh, payday man. there. Uh you know, huge and, and I hope they the do break ever. the. I hope they break the track record because don't they sign the don't they sign the wall inside the when they break the track record? <clears throat> yeah, we've got a uh, we we started a little thing here uh, with with Billy's group uh, uh, signing the wall. We have a, a meeting room up in the tower, uh, and as of last year when we started having. Uh, some of these guys come in and, and the new configuration of the track, uh, we started putting their signatures on the wall and getting their pictures out there. So uh, I'm quite sure we're going to be adding somebody new this weekend or next weekend when we get back to the program. And uh, that's going to be exciting to see uh, see how far uh, they can bring that time down. So, But I, I'm quite sure we'll see a new, new track record probably on the speedway. Uh, just that's just awesome. how the track's been how the track's been the last uh, month and a half. Uh, you know, Ryan and, and crew Billy, everybody has put in uh, uh, hard, hard efforts to try to give these drivers the, the best track possible. And, uh, you know, a lot of times we, you know, Sunday, uh, for instance, we had to, that's the first Sunday afternoon race we've had to uh, try to contend with. Uh, and in the afternoon portion of it, you could see no matter how much water they stuck on the track and what rain we had, from Saturday, that track just just eats up the water, soaks it up, and uh, they had to, you know, they had to take a couple of breaks there and put some extra water down. And you know, as the sun got down and we come back into the evening time, the track uh, track got super fast. So with the time change, we're we're not going to have any issues with that. Uh, you know, looking at the long range forecast, I think we may have some cooler weather. Uh, you know, track conditions ought to be great. Uh, I know Ryan and, and Billy and all the teams going to work hard to have a super prepared track for them. And uh, you know, shout out to the to the Joiner family, Hunt the Front group. Uh, they are doing a tremendous job uh, promoting and getting the word out. Uh, if anybody has looked at our site today, uh, they're starting to post some of the drivers that are coming. Uh, I know uh, I interviewed uh, Joshua Joiner at the Speedway Sunday afternoon uh, let him talk a little bit about the event uh coming from 
you know, from the family. And, uh, you know, Brandon Overton's name was one he threw out there. Uh, I see today that they posted Spencer Hughes uh, coming back, Spencer running the street stock. Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> race this past weekend, uh, driving another uh, team's car and put on a heck of a show. But he's had a an outstanding uh, season here in 2022, uh, racing with the Lucas Oil Series, and he knows Deep South Speedway. So just keep <clears throat> guys on on Spencer. He's going to be one to contend with. Uh, I just saw that they paint, uh, posted uh, Cameron Marler from uh, Winfield, Tennessee, another up and coming uh, driver. Oh uh, yeah, out there in the super <clears throat> late model ranks. Uh, he's bringing his car down. Uh, you know, so I'm sure they're going to be making some big announcements as the as the days come forth, and, uh, you know, go to the website. Uh, their website has got plenty of information out there. It is, uh, you know, where you can pre-register. These drivers, uh, they've got till Monday, I believe it is, uh, that they can get a, a discount for pre-registration uh, if, they, if they do it. And uh, they can go on the www.huntthefront.net backslash southern dash showcase uh that is uh hunt the front's page it's got uh got tons of information about the upcoming event um you know we're going to race on the friday nights the 5,000 to win super late models we're going to race our support divisions local divisions will be the pure stocks the vintage class and the bombers and then on Saturday night, we're going to have a 2,000 to win modified, UNP modified rates uh, taking Ooh. place. Uh, the street stocks will be in action, factory stocks, and the stinger cars on Saturday night. So uh, just announced today that we would be 2,000 to win out there in the uh, in the uh, UNP open modified class. So uh, I tell you what, that's going to be awesome. And if I'm going to go ahead and make a pick, of course, I think Jade Lusenberg may end up taking it, but my pick and my favorite local driver is Fireball Nathan Ingersoll. I would love to see Nathan get up there and shake it up with these boys. <clears throat> you know, today uh, I was looking back at what that uh, payout for that Friday night uh, race was with the World of Outlaws, uh, and Steve Francis, who is now the series director for the World of Outlaws, Steve Francis actually won that race on on the uh, Friday night after following Bill, Billy Moyer for about the first 18 laps. I got to I got to co-call that race with uh, Rick Eichelman, oh, uh, who, cool. who we just lost. Uh, sad, sad, tragic story there. Uh, that was probably one of the most exciting times of of my career being an announcer was to be able to sit down beside him and get to help call that race on that Friday night, but. Uh, that is cool. You know, just, just just seeing what what has transpired within that division of racing. There's a lot of those guys that raced back then that are still racing now. Hopefully, we'll see. You know, maybe some of those big names make it to Deep South for this event. But man, the young the young guys that are coming up, Spencer Hughes, the, oh, you know, Cameron Marlers yes. out there. Uh, man, <clears throat> these guys are putting on a heck of a show, and and what a season. A lot of them have had, but uh, Brandon Overton, you know, Joseph Joyner, you do not count those guys out at any event they go to. They've won some huge events this year, and, uh, you know, I'm so so proud to see Joseph and, and the Joyner family doing what they're doing in the in the late model ranks because I, 
I can remember I was announcing at the time at Southern Raceway when uh, I can remember Joseph had graduation at Milton High School and come to the racetrack and uh, and raced and won that night. So, you know, kind of seeing him wow. where he's worked his way up from from those years up to now and, and where he's at <laughs> racing-wise uh, in the Super Late Model Division is just outstanding. So uh, hats off to them and, and you know, taking this uh, – you know, this this is not a easy thing. It's a risk. It's a gamble for the kind of money that's being put up out there. Uh, you know, we're, we're looking at close to uh, it's right at a hundred thousand dollars that's going to be in the payouts for next weekend. Wow! When you put it all together uh, for that weekend, uh, you need to go on there and check out the payout schedule because uh, it's it's on our it's on our page. It's on their site. Uh, you know, the Saturday night show second place makes ten grand. You know, second place wow. finisher in that big race is going to still collect ten thousand dollars, and you know, uh, the winner winner is going to be a big smile and going to come out of there with uh, with twenty two. Oh, yeah. But uh, but I mean, just look at the payouts for the twenty four car field, and and it's just something else. Uh, you know, and not to mention Friday night for the you know for the first night, the big big payout and uh, and all. But uh, but yeah, hats off to, to <clears throat> Billy Ryan for a great season at Deep South and. You know, we're going to go out with a bang uh, here for 2022 with this Southern Showcase race presented by Sweet Victory Apparel. I, I do want to make mention uh, for the uh, Modifieds next uh, weekend, $2,000 winter payday, uh, and that's a sponsorship coming from Industrial Door and Dock, uh, Dock and Door Company, LLC. We certainly appreciate them helping put up some some extra money there for that sponsorship on that that race and you know modified to put on a great show all season for us at deep south and it's going to be great to have them in the mix there on saturday night uh with the super late models to to put on another so another big show modified rank so there, so so before we get you off here the show's about over but i want you to shout out all the sponsors real quick before we get off <clears throat> Yeah, you know, uh, a great, great season for Deep South Speedway, but uh, Pittman Tractor Company from Daphne, Alabama, uh, they've been our Victory Lane sponsor for the uh, entire time Billy Robertson's had the track. D&D Quality Services, uh, he's also a racer with us uh, there at the Speedway. Uh, Diamond M&A Electric Company out of Somerdale, Alabama. Uh, you know, we appreciate them. They take care of all of our electrical needs at the Speedway. Mike and Angela Allen, big shout out to them. In um, Singer Performance, they provide us with our Sunoco race fuel. Uh, Sunoco is the official race fuel for Deep South Speedway. Uh, Cameron was talking about who's your tire and, uh, you know, safety. Uh, just want to, you know, recognize who's your, who's your is our official race tire uh, for Deep South Speedway as well. Uh, Loxley Auto Parts uh, from Loxley, Alabama, coming aboard with us this year, sponsoring our uh, pure stock division. We appreciate them. Workman's Diesel, a big Florida company, uh, diesel repair work that you might need. They were uh, step up this year with us, uh, some additional payouts in some of our big races uh, and helping in that modified division. Uh, appreciate all of them. Uh, you know, discount towing, I can't say enough about Todd Neheiser. He helps provide us with our Packer cars. Uh, he's put up extra money in those modified races this year as well. Uh, discount towing, uh, got to gotta recognize those guys. Um, and then, 
Bryant Racing, Bryant Racing out in Navarre, Florida. Certainly appreciate those guys. They've been with us the entire time with Billy uh, here at the Speedway. Uh, RUU, Roberson Underground Utilities, that's uh, one of the business groups from owner of the track, Billy Roberson, uh, and also his other company, uh, Northwest Florida Paving, uh, one of the other Roberson-owned uh, uh, companies. Uh, appreciate those those guys. Um, you know, just can't say enough about them. Uh, and then we had, uh, I'm trying to think here, of everybody else I got listed coming up on there but uh but you know we we can't do it without sponsorship uh just want to thank all of them uh you know, 316 construction i got a thing construction they were the bomber division uh sponsor this year those guys raced with us uh the canes and uh just just uh you know gotta gotta appreciate all that family there as well so uh so yeah just uh check out our site keep keep in touch with our page uh we've got uh Daily posting is going to be taking place now, talking about drivers who's coming and participating. Uh, you know, maybe some purse updates coming and payout information. I'm sure Ryan's going to be getting posted up there uh, here in the in the week ahead. Uh, but hey, it's going to be it's going to be huge. That's a, a big event. I'm just going to say for anybody in the in the southeast right here, uh, come get some dirt super uh, late model dirt racing. Uh, and next weekend at Deep South Speedway, we got one of the finest, uh, I think, facilities here on the Gulf Coast, and uh, we're wanting to pack the house, uh, you know, with a good, good fan base, crowd base, and uh, I know for a fact we're going to have a good turnout on on drivers and, and super late model turnout. So, uh, you know, start making plans to be there. If you can't make both nights, Friday and Saturday. Uh, try to make it the one because uh, you're going to see probably some of the best racing you've seen all year. Amen. Well, that's great. Well, uh, we are at the end of the show here, but thank you for calling in. I enjoy it when you come on the show. And uh, y'all come on out, and Mitch is the announcer at Deep South Speedway. It's going to be an awesome, awesome race, the biggest race in Deep South Speedway history. Hopefully it's ten times bigger than the Crashman World of Outlaws that came there years ago. So thanks for calling in, Mitch. Jared, thank you, buddy. You have a good rest of your week, and uh, we'll see you out there in a couple weeks. All right, cool. See you later. All right, so we are out of time. It is 9, so so this is great. Uh, Great, great show. I want to thank everybody for calling in, Cameron, TJ, uh, Craig, Mitch, um, Matthew, all the uh, Johnny Brady, thank all y'all for calling in. I want to thank my awesome buddy Artie Schick. Y'all pray for Artie. Uh, he could use some prayers, some big prayers. And um, I know he's still having problems with his car and some other some other things. So uh, y'all be sure and pray for Artie. Keep him on your prayer list. Put him on your church prayer list. And uh, remember, God loves you. Jesus saves. And thank y'all for calling in. Y'all are super, super awesome. We love y'all. Thank you for calling in, Mitch. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, uh, especially Robert. Uh, shout out to my friend Robert for listening, anybody else who's listening. Because if y'all don't tell me that you're listening, I have no idea who listens. So appreciate y'all. God's great, y'all. Come see me at the next race at Deep South Speedway. Y'all have a good night. Let's 
hit the end of the show with the Dukes of Hazard, my favorite TV show theme song. <clears throat> Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Straightening the curve, flattening the hills. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.